This is a GRDC podcast. Virtual fencing technology has jumped out of the realm of science fiction and into paddocks. Hello there, I'm Prue Adams. It's an unusual thing to see a mob of cattle grazing contentedly in a patch of paddock held there by an invisible border. Virtual fencing technology is really taking off and is showing promise as a tool to help mixed farmers control weeds. On Heath and Amanda Nichols' cattle and grain property near Pinaroo in the South Australian Mallee, the CSIRO's Dr Rick Llewellyn is leading a GRDC and Australian Wool Innovation investment trialling virtual fencing to gain better crop integrated weed management. 40 Angus heifers wearing large orange neckbands are invisibly fenced in an area of about a hectare. It's a section of the crop that regularly becomes frost-affected and infested with brome grass. The plan is to track how well this technology performs in terms of the grazing on and controlling of troublesome weedy patches. In between spring showers, I caught up with the CSIRO's Dr Rick Llewellyn. So we're using the eShepherd devices, which we hope will become commercially available soon. And it's here on a mixed farm. So it's a cropping farm that has cattle here in the South Australian Mallee. And the aim is to graze off an area of this large barley paddock here that's been affected by frost and it's been poor establishment. So there's an opportunity to graze just a small proportion of this paddock. And virtual fencing is the way to come in and graze this selected area without the need for extra fencing. And how do you have it actually divvied up? How is it assigned? Well, in this paddock, which is typical of the region, there's a lot of soil variability. And down here in this part of the paddock, what we've done is arranged an area, a sequence of paddocks. So it's like strip grazing along an area that's poor performing. I imagine the yield in this area is grain yield. If it did go through to harvest, would only be a third of what it was elsewhere in the paddock. So for that area, we've got strips and every few days we're moving it along, opening up a new area. And that way we're allowing nice, even grazing and grazing pressure. And the idea of that grazing pressure is that Hopefully it'll be removing some of the brome grass. Because it's a poor crop, there are some large patches of brome grass that we hope can be grazed out. And at the same time, getting some good grazing value from this area, because it is a poor area of the paddock. Normally it would be cut for hay if it was frosted, for example, but this year the biomass is not so high due to the late start. So it's a chance to get some grazing value because the hay value wouldn't have been very high this year. So the purpose of the trial is basically to look at using virtual fencing to control weeds in designated areas, is that right? Well, that's right. So this project is focused on the potential for virtual fencing for mixed farmers to manage weeds, but there's also a lot of other benefits as well, such as maintaining even ground cover. And this particular trial, it's an area where there's quite a bit of brome grass, so it is the chance to come in and graze that weed-affected area. In other cases, in other farms in the region, you often see areas that have been sprayed out because of these weeds, and it's a chance to and grazing value from those areas by being able to draw a fence line around a section of a large paddock that otherwise you'd probably just have to treat the same as the rest of the paddock. And how do you actually draw that fence line around there? How do you actually physically do that? 
Well, with the software, you're able to draw a fence on the area of the paddock. You can see a map of the paddock or a map of your whole farm and you're able to draw those lines and then you introduce the cattle wearing the collars to that area and they learn to be kept inside that area and they learn to respond to the sound signal that they gain when they approach the virtual fence line. And how does that sound signal work? Because you've got the sound signal and then you have another deterrent, don't you, beyond that? Yeah, that's right. So the technology was developed by the CSIRO team at Armidale, led by Caroline Lee, a long time ago, and it's come through to these devices, these eShepherd devices that are becoming available now. And it's the same principle. As the animals approach, they get a sound from the device that they're wearing on their neck, a neck band. And as they hear the sound, and if they keep moving in the wrong direction, after several warnings with the sound, they'll get a pulse and they learn to respond to that pulse. So what we're seeing out here now, I don't think today we've seen any responses to a pulse. It's all been responding to the audio because within the first day, they tend to learn to respond to the audio. So I'll point out here that we're actually sitting in the ute during a rain shower (laughs) in between getting video of the cattle within this designated space, which is about a hectare or so, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. There's the potential to graze maybe 20 hectares of this larger paddock. That's the frosted area here in a low area of this paddock. And we are moving the fence quite frequently. So it is really only probably a two hectare area that they're grazing with each fence move. They look pretty happy. Yeah, they're grazing away. And these animals, Angus cattle that we're looking at here, they've learnt to respond really well and there's good feed here. So they've stayed in this area. It's only been going for a week, but we'd like to continue it on for a lot longer as we move the fence along. But it's been a great trial so far. And I suppose that's an important part of it too, is that the animal welfare standards are upheld throughout the trial, obviously, but also just in terms of using this technology. Does it have any impact on them behaviour-wise that is negative or is it all pretty much positive? Well, the great thing about this technology and the CSIRO livestock team that developed it, they are actually animal welfare scientists that developed this technology. So that's been a priority right from the beginning and the ability for animals to learn. And all the tests have been done and published on what effect it might have on the stress. And as you can see, they learn to respond and they return to grazing very quickly. So it is amazing. And we've seen the same with sheep as well when we've tested the same approach to managing livestock virtually using sheep. And the animals return to grazing very quickly, which is what you want to see. And the other important thing that you see is when a new fence line is opened up, what you find is that they move into it very quickly. So they learn to respond to the sound. So they're not intimidated by where the fence line once was but they learn to respond to the sound and they can move very quickly into the next grazing area. So it's that benefit of being able to learn quickly and move quickly and just learn to respond to the sound rather than push through to that extra pulse that you don't see so much after the first hours. So what happens if for some reason they're frightened and they do bolt through the virtual fence line? How do you get them back in? Well, that's one of the great features. It does sound relatively simple the way I've described it so far, but the algorithms behind it are much more complex than that. So for example, if they are moving fast, there's no stimulus at all because the last thing you'd want to do is stimulate an animal further if there was a wild dog or some other thing scaring them or moving them. So that allows them to move through the fence and then eventually when they head back to the right direction, they're back in that paddock again. So there is that herding element that brings them back but the important thing is if they're moving too quickly they won't be startled anymore. So this is part of a bigger program. What else have you done in terms of using virtual fencing in paddocks? There's a lot of work going on with virtual fencing right around Australia and the company Gallagher is doing other work as well. But this particular project funded by GRDC with support from AWI is focused on opportunities in mixed farming with an emphasis on the potential for an extra weed management tool for farmers. So we've done quite a bit of work in this region and the most recent trial before this one was one at Long Plains, north of Adelaide 
another cropping farm with cattle. And that was able to show that in ryegrass in that case, grazing at the end of the year in preparation for a crop the next year, so a pasture that contained ryegrass late in the year, by grazing hard, which you are able to do using virtual fencing, using strip grazing, instead of allowing them to cover the whole paddock area where the grazing can be uneven and weedy patches can survive. By grazing hard, we were able to halve the ryegrass seed heads in those areas. So that's the other potential there. The more even grazing is a better way to target. And it could be summer weeds as well that you target. In other trials before that, we've also shown how you can draw lines around watercourses or vegetation that might be being established and exclude them from that zone. So you can graze the rest of the paddock without the extra physical fencing and exclude them from those areas for environmental and NRM benefit. Where can you see the technology going, I suppose, in the future? I mean, obviously, we're at the trial phase. Where do you think it will go in terms of the bigger picture? Well, for us, being based here in the mixed farming region of Australia, where we really would like to see it go, and a lot of farmers would really like to see it go because they have sheep, is a device that's suitable for sheep. So as part of this project, we're starting with cattle because the e-shepherd devices are soon to become available and they're here for us to use on relatively large numbers. But to get it to sheep would make it a much more applicable tool for more farmers and also increase the weed opportunities as well because they're harder grazing animals against weeds. So we're also working on developing devices that might be better suited to sheep and that's sort of part of this project that we'll be able to trial those over the next year because the devices are here, they are reasonably large, they have solar panels on top, they're collars, they have a counterweight so they really are designed for cattle and we do need another device for sheep and that's really the next step and that's what we hear a lot from mixed farmers and grain growers around Australia is that's the device they'd really like to see because it's applicable with sheep. I was actually going to say that in terms of the collar, that practically how do you go putting a collar? Because they are quite big, chunky collars and to describe, they're a big orange collar and they have little solar panels on them, but they are quite large. So you would have to do something different for sheep. Yeah, that's right. And the other thing with sheep is wool. Collars on sheep with growing wool, that's not really going to be effective over a longer period, which is really what you want. So we are looking at ear tag devices and that's what we'd really like to see develop next as the sort of future for applying this technology with sheep. For growers listening, what would be the key message to them at the moment? There's a lot of opportunities for spatial grazing and as cropping paddocks get larger, as machinery gets larger, it can become difficult to manage grazing well in these large cropping areas and livestock prices are fantastic at the moment. There's a lot of people looking at livestock, so things that will make that easier and I guess the first step here is to look out for this eShepherd device, which we hope will hit the market next year through Gallagher and it'll be a longer term proposition to look at sheep. There's a lot more miniaturisation and testing needed, but hopefully with the grower support, we can get this through to a feasible technology for grain growers. And I suppose the big question, will it be economically feasible, do you think, in the long term? Well, we certainly think it would be, otherwise we wouldn't be pursuing this. But of course, any new electronic technology will start off at a reasonably high price point, no doubt. And then as the volumes increase and technology improves, it'll come back down. But I think one of the reasons why we run these trials on farm, not just research stations, but on farms like this one here in Pinaroo and the other on-farm trials is you learn the practicalities and you learn where on the farm the application is likely to be most profitable and most effective and labour saving and these sorts of things. So that's why we're trying to get these trials onto farms early, mix farms early, so you get that input and you start to learn where the best value proposition might be because there's a whole range of different uses and you don't really learn where the fit will be until you sort of engage with farmers and test it out in scenarios like this. It's really interesting. Rick, thanks for speaking to us today. Thank you. This is Heath and Amanda Nichols' property. 
They've been watching with interest how their quiet Angus cattle have learned to quickly obey the virtual boundaries. So, Heath, tell me about the spot where you're having the trial of the virtual fencing. So it's a low-lying, flat area that gets frosted every year on sand and brown grass loves sand. So dollars per hectare is probably our least margin out there. So It's only been set up for a week or so. Uh, what have you seen so far? The cattle are doing a really good job grazing it evenly down, like the crop but also the weeds. So they've done a nice job of not having overgrazed it, but they've done a good job of reducing the weed numbers to take less pressure off of the sprays and reducing the population of brown grass out there, really. So, yeah, I think they've done a good job of it. So what's it like watching this process? Because it's a really interesting impact, isn't it? It is interesting. I mean, just being able to watch the cattle respecting the fence and their behaviour around the fence and being able to track them and watch them to see some push the boundary a bit harder and some don't. But it's really interesting to see how they've behaved to it, I guess, yeah. Is it what you would have expected to have happened with your cattle? Well, I expected them to stay in, but it was another thing to sit out there on an evening and watch them move around and just be contained to an area. So it's probably what I imagined, but it's another thing to actually watch it work, I guess, so... And then how easy is it to watch them remotely on a laptop, for instance? Yep, so you can do that at the kitchen table or in the office and watch the animals work and make sure they're inside the containment area. We were in Harndorf a couple of days ago and Amanda, my wife, she even looked at where the cattle were and whether they're all in, so that's another benefit. I still wouldn't feel comfortable on a main road without a proper steel fence, a wire fence, but, yeah, it certainly gives you a peace of mind that the cattle are where they're meant to be. And you have them allocated to your ear tags so you know which is which? So when we put the collars on, we paired it up with an ear tag number so we can look at the animal on the computer, on the program, and can see that R39 is in the northwest corner of the paddock. So we actually know the behaviour of the individual animals and it's been quite interesting to watch the individual animals, I guess, how they behave. So for you on this property near Pinaroo and your cattle and grain, what can you see the potential being for this sort of technology? Well, I think it's from keeping cattle on something like grazing them so we get a consistent graze and an even graze, which is good. But in the flip side, I think we could keep cattle off of areas as well, which would be a benefit to us at some points of the year. But then also graze weedy areas that we could decrease the weed population as well. And it's just another tool, I guess, to combat our weeds and the frosty areas, I guess, to be able to graze them easily than actually having to put a fence around it. And to get the, the value out of it, because a lot of these areas that are weedy or frosty probably aren't good enough to get enough of a tonnage for hay, or it might be poor quality hay, whereas we can still make a good return out of grazing them, you know, and producing beef off of them. So, yeah, I think that's a, a real benefit, so. You were saying in your dual purpose barley, you can see some of the greatest potential. Yeah, definitely. From an evenness of grazing, it's interesting. We did some grazing this year in a tight season and we put some cows and calves on a barley paddock and they graze near the trough or, you know, on tree lines or along fence lines and they don't graze the paddock evenly. So it hasn't come back evenly. So it's going to be quite interesting on the yield monitor to see the difference. Whereas if we could graze it evenly and move the cattle on and do it consistently across the paddock, I think we'd get a lot better outcome from a grazing, but then also from a profitability of a tonnes per hectare of our crops harvested. So I think that's probably one of the things that excites me the most is being able to use it in that way, I guess. 
It's early days yet. It's only been going for a week and there's another week to go. But can you see it might be something that you would take up, not necessarily straight away, but sometime in the future? You can see some potential for it on this property? Yeah, I think so. I mean, um, depending on dollars, what it costs and, yeah, economics. So, I mean, I think it's got a, a real fit here. I'd be interested to see it working in other properties as well and just see how software and that you'd imagine will improve and I imagine it'll be quite a good tool and quite easy to use and it'll have to be easy, you know, people to use it or it probably won't get taken up, I'm assuming. So I can see us using it in the future. Come back in a few years and see how you're going. Yeah, all the cows might have collars and we might have no fences, so... <laughs> Whoa, that'd be OK. <laughs> all right, thanks, Heath. Yep, thank you. was mixed farmer Heath Nichols near Pinaroo, and before him Dr Rick Llewellyn from the CSIRO who is trialling virtual fencing for better crop integrated weed management. This is a GRDC podcast. I'm Prue Adams. Thanks for listening. <laughs>